In today's Section 312, MLB Playoffs, NFL Week 4, the Finals. We got some segments and the starting five activities to do in the fall. Now, for clarification purposes, the fall goes from September all the way until December 1st. That's fall. So it covers through Thanksgiving. All of that is fall. But before we get into today's show, Thrive Fantasy, we've all been betting on sports lately, except for Jeremy. He can't do it. But we tell him we can help him out, but it's all right. Broke, broke boy problems. Thrive Fantasy, they're in the App Store. Enter our code SEC312 and you'll get matched on your first deposit of up to $20. Go check them out, Thrive Fantasy. Uh, all right, boys, we're all back together. It's been it's been a minute. Let's just jump right into it. MB, MLB playoffs, we are all at home, right? The Cardinals are gone, White Sox are gone, and the Cubs are gone. I want We're going to start with Matt, right? Because his team was the last team that was alive in the playoffs at the time. Uh, the cards are gone. Now you have concerns of, is Wainwright going to retire? And is Yadier Molina going to retire? What is going through your mind right now? So it's a bunch of uncertainty, right? Because you got Wainwright, right? Wainwright, Adam Wainwright did a pretty good 2020 season. And he's been doing this whole uh, sign a year at a time, you know, one year contract, one year contract, right? So he might be back for another season because he still has good stuff, right? But you got Yadier Molina. And uh, I feel like he's the best he's ever been, right? Um, but he's also getting older. Being the best means you need money. So with the budget issues, I don't know if, like, I'm pretty sure the Cardinals will, like, you know, make Yachty happy. But if he does retire, I would say, hey, man, hell of a career. Good job, bud. But. I hope he sticks around with the Cardinals for at least one more year. I mean, let's hope for that. To see like a final farewell tour with some fans actually in the uh Yeah, the seats. exactly. Exactly. I, I, I hey, can see hey, that. Hey, Molina, just take a dollar bill or something. You know, you already got the money. Let's play in another season. Let's go. So the cards are gone. Uh we'll go to the Cubs next. All right. We'll go in reverse order of who got eliminated and we looked pitiful. One run in 18 innings. The pitching's not good. Lester's gone. Quintana's a free agent. Uh, now we got to decide what to do with Baez and Bryant and Theo is could leave early. Um, I'm one to say that this season was not on David Ross. It was all on the players. All on the players. Uh, I, I believe the Cubs are a team that they're just not good without any fans. Like they feed their energy off of the fans. Uh, Chris Bryant, terrible year. Javi Baez, even worse year. You know your team is not going to do well in the playoffs when Jason Hayward and Ian Happ are your two best hitters. That offense could just never get going. And I, I'm still not sold why they didn't start Darvish game one over Hendricks. You know, I, I, I get the, you know, Teams have been starting their aces the second game in case they go down. But then if you're up, you got your ace on the mound. I don't care. If I'm the coach, I would have had Darvish start game one. But that's just me. But I'm not blaming this season on David Ross at all. But I do think that it's time to shake up the Cubs core and somebody has to go. And I'm, I'm leaning towards Chris. If I got to extend somebody, I'll probably extend Javi. But I think it's time for Chris to, uh, to leave town. It's interesting that you want to not blame David Ross, but I feel like every episode ever before you started painting, you would hate David Ross for all of his bullpen decisions. Well, I mean, the bullpen, yeah. But then the bullpen towards the end started to, you know, get a grasp on things. You know, I don't, I didn't like the Jeremy Jeffers decision there uh, in game two when Jeffers is your guy, you know, going into the eighth or ninth. But I guess in that sort of situation, that could have been your eighth or ninth moment to put him in and try and get that hold or that, uh, that shutdown inning that they needed. But, just as a season in general for the Cubs underperforming as players themselves, I don't put this on David Ross. I really don't. Um, I would like to blame COVID for everything. I would like to blame COVID for uh, the Astros going to the next round. I blame uh, COVID for 
the White Sox getting in the playoffs in the first place. And hey, I blame. Hey. I mean, I mean, they're a good team. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just cracking jokes here. But just fuck COVID. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into the Astros yeah. here in a minute. Um, but that's just where I stand on the Cubs right now. We'll see what happens with Theo. He could leave a year early. You know, he did his job. He brought a championship to Chicago. So no matter what, I'm forever grateful that I got to see a World Series. But at the same time, you know, I feel like. We really screwed the farm system by trading away Gleiber, Eloy, Jorge Soler, who's hitting 40 home runs a year in Kansas City. And, you know, we're, we put all this time and effort into guys like Albert Elmora and Carl Edwards Jr. And, you know, uh, Dwayne Underwood and guys like that, you know, who are just not panning out the way that they were supposed to pan out. But like I said, Theo, thank you if you're leaving you know, you did a great job. You brought a championship here. You did your goal. But but now it's time for us to break up this core and build a little bit for the future. Um, let's go to the south side of town, though. You guys, the White Sox, you guys got a I'm good upset. team. You guys have a great team. Uh, the lineup is there. I think uh, Edwin Encarnacion didn't really uh, pan out the way that you guys had hoped for. And I, I think that this playoff... Uh, birth was to blame on Renteria. I think you guys need a new head coach. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, not that he did anything wrong the majority of the season, but I don't know the way the way he handled the the uh, the bullpen in that clinching game. I mean, I know it's not his fault that Garrett Crochet got hurt. I mean, they were they were planning on him pitching for a while in that game, but to bring Matt Foster in with the bases loaded after intentionally walking a guy in his first ever postseason appearance in a win or go home game. And then they say, here you go, kid, don't blow it. I think that was stupid. I mean, yeah, you're blowing over the whole first inning where he had Dane Dunning throw 15 pitches and got scared to score one run. I mean, it was like, it just made no sense. Like you can't be in a fear of one run with our offense. Like, okay, if they score a run this inning, whatever. We need him to get through two to three to bridge to the other guys. Like, you know, it just it made no sense. And if Dane Dunning's gonna start, you got to give him a shot. You know, if it's like if you want to go to crochet, then start crochet. But it was like he was somewhere in between, and then you wasted a whole pitcher on fifteen pitches. I it, it was it was really bad. The first inning was really bad. The fourth inning was really bad. But he missed the part where it was like. He brought in Rodon with two outs just because Hewer gave up a home run. And it was like, he'd been pitching well. He, he pitched fine, one big hit. And I was like, oh, we got to get him out. But he was okay yeah. four batters before that, you know. And yeah, Rodon, he just let him get one more out and then save two pitchers for the next inning. It's a whole different game even there, you know. It yeah, was just, a, guy, a guy like Rodon who hasn't, pitched a, who hasn't pitched out of the bullpen probably since, like, high school, if that, you have to give him a clean inning. Why are you like? Yeah. Why bring? Why bring him in in the middle of an inning? He has never been used to doing that. <laughs> and both times it was a major failure. Can I just point it's something like out for the record, guys? Um, if anybody has seen the image that MLB uses for Dane Dunning, he looks like a complete doofus. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like a big thing on White Sox Twitter. Like, <laughs> there's fan accounts and stand accounts and. His face all he's like smiling all goofy, yeah. yeah like he funny. looks like the guy I think he's, I think he's adorable. Dane Dunning's the dude. He looks like the guy in high school that Donald every day Dane. that every day wears cargo shorts and a Hawaiian t shirt and has the constitution in his like little pocket. Yeah. Goggle Dane Dunning Dane Dunning is a proud member of Goggle Gang. So I, I do think the, the future is bright. For the White Sox, um, it'd be very interesting to see what they do free agent wise on because they need some starting pitching outside of Giolito and Dallas Keuchel. Who Bauer baby, Bauer baby. <laughs> yeah. I think the White Sox starting staff the should be book. the White Sox starting rotation should be fine next year because they're gonna get you're gonna have Kopich back. You're still gonna have you'll have Giolito, Keuchel, Dylan Cease, Dane Dunning. And then hopefully Michael Kopich. I don't think that's that bad of a rotation. Even if they have to go out and sign basically like a Gio Gonzalez again, like if they have to sign someone Jose like Quintana, Gio. Baby, I was about back. to say, can I, can I throw out a hypothetical? How concerned or how happy would you be if you know for a, for a cheap maybe two year fourteen million dollar contract? Would you guys be willing to re-sign Quintana? 
Oh, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Seven yeah. mil a year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like a swing guy, like, a, you know, maybe fifth starter, maybe a bullpen, you know, kind of like long reliever. Like he'd kind of be in between. Yeah, you know, I don't know if he would necessarily be the, like, oh, my God, he'd have to start. I mean, he'd be kind of a swing guy, him and maybe Cease, I think, would be kind of on the borderline. You know, because of his recent injury history and everything, I don't see his market value being more than maybe eleven million a year. Yeah, that, I think that's being almost. That'd be, yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot for him. I, I eight fe- to ten, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm thinking more like seven to eleven is his range. You know, for teams like maybe the Twins signing him, or maybe the Padres, you know, go after him. But I think the future for the White Sox is bright. Um. But let's talk about the Astros. Matt alluded to it a couple moments ago. What the hell, guys? Is karma a real thing, or did they find a new way to cheat? What What's going on? I think it's hilarious, because that was one of the things I thought of earlier in the year. I'm like, it would be really funny if everyone hates the Astros because they cheated and all that stuff. And then I was like, what if they win the division? And like, what if they're like, what if they actually do well this year in spite of everyone hating them? I thought that'd be hilarious. And here we are. I think it's, I think it's kind of hilarious because they're like, like, everyone hates them. I mean, and they're feeding into it. I mean, Carlos Correa is being kind of a dick with like some of the stuff that he's been saying. Like, I kind of wish they would all just like shut up about it. But I think it's funny that. They made it to the postseason. They won their first round series. Like they're beating up on the A's, and it's like, <laughs> like they're definitely not cheating now. And it, I just think it's hilarious that they're actually doing well after everyone hates them. But that's the here's thing what I too. know. Here's I mean, really, really quick, just a quick joke here. Uh, whenever, um, <laughs> sorry, as. Uh, if they win the World Series, uh, I'm just happy that there's going to be another asterisk next to that, next to that one because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which, forever which, Houston asterisks. Everyone, everyone will, that'll be the new topic is which World Series actually meant something. The one that was actually 162 games, but they cheated, or the one that was 60 games? <laughs> like, people and, were, and everybody gets in the playoffs. <laughs> That's what I was about to bring up. They made the playoffs with an under 500 record. Did they? Yeah, they were 29 and 31. I thought that was the Brewers. I thought the Brewers made the playoffs. Yeah, the Brewers so. made it. I don't know about the Astros. No, the Astros, the Astros were, in, were under 500. They right? were, the Astros were second in the Under division. 500, but still second in the division. Yes. Yeah, everyone else in that division is awful. Yeah, and well, you can still blame the Mariners and the Angels were even worse, like six to eight games under five hundred. I never believe anything Quentin tells me about sports. So, <laughs> and that's a shame because half the time I'm right. Yeah, twenty nine and thirty one. Considering, considering that he mispronounced like every Cub name that he mentioned, he called him Gliber, uh, Eloy. <laughs> so they were twenty nine and, and thirty one. Jeffers and Jeffers. Oh, instead of Jeffress? Yeah, that was a good one. That's what I said, Jeffress. <laughs> Jeremy Jeffress. Sure, sure. I met the That's guy, all right? Nice guy. I know how to pronounce his goddamn name. So did name. I. I met, his na- I met him, too. I still know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> we bonded because we're both Jeremy. So I was like, hey, you're Jeremy. I'm Jeremy. He's like, what's up? So what's up? <laughs> that was a great story. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um... So MLB postseason, our teams are gone. Uh, let's get to a segment, though. You know, we haven't done it in a while. A little Dear Podcast. Um, I'll start off, boys. Dear Podcast, uh, this is going to be my last show for about 10 days. You know, I'm I'm road tripping. I'm road tripping on Friday. Uh, if, you bo- if you guys want to take off for the next 10 days, go ahead. If, Jeremy, you want to run the show, go ahead. Uh, but I'm going on a little road oh, trip. fuck you. I'm going on a little road trip. Uh, I'm excited, trying to figure out where I'm going to move to. Uh, go, go check out Philly, going to drive to South Carolina, check out Myrtle Beach, and then, you know, circle my way back. Definitely not going to Florida. That state sucks. Five, word, five letters for you. Five letters. S-T-P-E-T-E. Come to St. Pete, baby. Florida sucks, dude. I can't do Florida. They're, Why not? Because I, I don't like the people, dude. They're you're tall. You're tall, and you have tattoos. People are gonna think you play basketball. Well, I mean, okay, dear podcast you can, two. You dear, can tell them you're Tyler Hero. They'll believe you. Dear podcast two. I guess my father 
uh, his girlfriend is related to Michael Carter Williams. So he he FaceTimed me the other day from Michael Carter Williams' house, and he was picking up five bottles of Don Perignon and Michael Carter Williams' Range Rover, I guess, and parking it at her parents' house or something. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, why don't you just send me a bottle of the Don Perignon? I don't think he'll miss one bottle of that Don Perignon. And he said, no, he, he had a full list of where everything was. Go get it. Uh, so that's that's something I didn't know. So I guess uh, her she's related to him somehow. And, you know, there's a reason he's not in the league right now. Uh, he wasn't very good when he was in the league, but he's still a good player. We'll see what happens. Um, the magic guy. No, they released him. He they, won rookie. Didn't he win rookie of the year? Nah, I don't know about that one. Um, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I think he did with the 76ers. I don't know. He was yeah. not very great with the Bulls, but I thought he, I swear he was with the Magic in the bubble, like just recently. No, he was. Bubble. He was with the Magic, but now his contract's up, and he's a free agent right now. Oh, okay. You had me confused. Like you thought you were saying like he hadn't been playing in the league for a minute. No, like, now he's now he's out in California. I'm sure a team like uh, the Kings will sign him or something. Jeremy. 2014 NBA Rookie of the Year, Michael Carter-Williams. Really? He won a Rookie of the Year. Who was second? He was good as Rookie of the Year. I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's my dear podcast right now. Matt, you look like you're, you're antsy. What do you, what, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm just I'm just enjoying the conversations you guys are having. I'm just sitting here watching, listening. Uh, first, I just got to ask you, Quentin, where's this interview at? Uh, oh, trust me, I've tried. Williams? I've tried. I have tried, but he seems to be like a, a big shot or something, and you know he doesn't want to take the time out. And no, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure he's a humble, great guy, but uh, I, I I also don't like to pull the cards of hey, you know my my father's dating. Uh, this girl who's somehow related to you, so come on the show. You know, I don't want to be like that. But no, if it happens, if it if it happens, it happens. If not, it 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 won't. If if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. But at the same time, you know, it'd be cool to have him on for ten minutes, just to talk to him. Uh, but that those are my dear podcasts. All right, uh, dear podcast. I had no idea I was good at being lucky. Um. <laughs> uh, seriously though I had no idea that all these stupid ass bets would hit but I'm I'm just I guess I went crazy after the Bears lost on Sunday because I was at 100 bucks in my account made some stupid bets uh, for the uh, finals game 3 uh, hit there and then last minute bet in the NFL game that was left over for Sunday and now I'm at uh, 300 so no idea, uh, but hey, thanks for existing, you sports betting sites, because I'm I'm pretty good at being lucky, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I want to say that it's not even luck. I think it's just you have no idea the odds that they could actually happen because you don't watch the NFL at all, right? You don't, you don't like the NFL, but here's the now, thing. Here's the thing. I got good thinkings on this one, all right? The Eagles had the ball, right? The Eagles had the ball and were making big momentum, right? They were about to score, I believed, right? So, and the odds, they were still underdogs. I'm like, holy snot, you know, let me place a bet right quick. Drop 50. And then they scored. I'll take it. Yeah, but, you know, that's not what I'm talking about. There's no way you even knew who Aaron Jones was, right? And it says... I don't know shit. He doesn't know who Aaron Jones is. And it says Aaron Jones to score the first touchdown of the game at like plus 460. And he puts down like 20 or 25 dollars. And sure <laughs> enough, it hits. So it's not even me, like you know you this, what dude. you're doing. I did doing. my research, though, because I don't know anybody, right? So I'm Googling the, uh, Look at Vance's you know, face. the he's team like, leader. And he's leading in touchdowns on the team. So I placed the bet. That's a good bet. That's a good odds boost. Yeah. yeah a good thanks, man. Thanks. I didn't really know that was going on, but that's a good one. So that's my, uh, those are our dear podcasts. Let's go to Jeremy over there. What's up? Oh, yeah. Um, so, dear podcast, uh, things could be looking up 
in my life, I guess. Uh, been hanging out with a girl the last couple weeks. That's been fun. Um, Let's go, Snake. Interviewed, interviewed for a job today. Something <laughs> I didn't, some, something I didn't think I would be super hyped about, but I, I'm, I'm kind of into it. We'll see what, <laughs> we'll see what, uh, what comes of that. It'd be, it's a full time job, so it'd be nice to have some, some consistent money, and uh, yeah, that's what I got. Vance down there in the bottom right corner of the screen with the White Sox hat, still trying to get over the loss. Oh, um, dear podcast, I already missed slow pitch softball. It's been a week. It's already gone. And I'm, I was having fun, man. It was a blast. Yeah, you didn't inform but, us. What the hell week. happened with your game three? Oh, we got our ass beat. Bad. Our fat ass pitcher quit. He was like, I'm done. Take me out. Like, <laughs> they needed a relief pitcher. They made the fucking sixty year old slow man. pitch softball. Yes, and slow pitch softball. Walk That's out, give it. Like we need the righty. I was doing it from first base. I'm like, bring in the righty, bring in the coach. Get the, get the Bobby Jenks. Get the Bobby Jenks yeah. motion. Uh, Bobby Jenks is already on the mound. Um, oh. But no, um, <laughs> it, it was funny though. Like, I mean, the fact that he needed to come out, he was so exhausted throwing slow pitch pitches. Um, I mean, we did play like pretty much three straight games. I mean, it, it was kind of a lot, but it was fun, man. Like, and like I said, I hit a home run that was technically an out, which that was a blast. But uh, is that because you, you know, didn't pay? Isn't that, isn't that a thing? Don't you have to like pay for home runs? So if you hit a home run, no, you it's, it's not like that. Um, the rule with ours is that if you, you can't hit like it's like each team gets a home run basically. Like you're allowed to hit one. If you hit a second one and uh, they have it. Now it's an out. If, if, you both, if you both hit one, you can hit a second one. It's it's pretty dumb. I agree with Boo. you. Don't like if, I want, it, if I want to hit eight taters in a game, I should be allowed to hit eight taters in a game. Yeah, and this one regular guy brought his one, you know, other homie, and he hit one out in the first inning. Then I hit one out in the third. And, I mean, we were getting killed either way. It really didn't matter. But it was just like my first home run I've hit in four weeks over the fence. It's like not Did you shit. bat flip? Did you bat flip or not? No, I really didn't. I honestly, I didn't really Tim know. Anderson until I took like three steps. I took about three steps, and I'm like, "Oh, that's gonna go," because they're all running back really hard, and like <laughs> it's not coming down. Like the ball was not coming down. I'm like, "It's, it's still going." Some Tim Anderson shit. You gotta throw that bat over the fence. That's what you gotta do. I could be that scumbagger Wilson Contreras and throw it over the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be fun. I mean, you know, I like him as a player, but just some of his antics, I'm like, that cracked me. That cracked me up about like Chicago Twitter when they're like, only the White Sox are allowed to bat flip, not the Cubs. Well, yeah, and then they were getting <laughs> like, you guys are hypocrites for hitting them. It's like, well, you know, I don't know. I think it's you're making it way more complicated than it is. They were just tired of it. Oh, they just hit them. I don't know, but it is what it Baseball, is. That's what you get when you market pitchers, change the game. Well, you know, every five minutes, you know, pitchers really suck. Pitchers suck because the Marlins did that today too. Acuna hit a. Absolute blast of a leadoff homer. You think that was on purpose, though? Uh, that's a good or a good debate for us to have. I don't think they hit him on purpose. I think he was just trying to throw him in. I think, he absolutely, I think he absolutely did hit him on purpose because the Marlins he did hit him on the back the half Mar- of his the, head. The, Mar- <laughs> the Marlins have a history of drilling Acuna. First of all, second of all, like he threw at his ass, which is normally where you're supposed to throw at people if you're going to throw at people anyway. Second of all. Uh, Sandy Alcantara didn't even look like he messed up. Normally, like if a guy misses and he hits someone, they're like, "Oh shit!" And, like they're freaking out. Sandy Alcantara just stared him down the whole time and was like ready to fight. I thought it was funny though. I don't, you know what? I'm glad they didn't try to throw him out and do all that crap because it's like you can't throw people out without warnings. I don't like that shit. I think it's really not cool. You know, they have that rule in place for a reason. Like you know, you got to warn a guy before you throw him out. Um, but I, I didn't necessarily think it was on purpose. But you're right; it did hit him really far in. Like it was. If you missed, you missed really bad. <laughs> so maybe he did. I don't. Know. But it was yeah, that was people, interesting. Some the people on Twitter. Was a it was some a people blast. on Twitter. Some people on Twitter tried to say that they're like he he throws in all the time, and sometimes it gets away. I'm like mm-hmm. Acuna stands way far off the plate as well. It's like mm-hmm. and it got pretty. Yeah, it did. Get, I mean, it was on his back <laughs> half of his butt. Like it was pretty far in, but. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because I was—I had no audio on really. I was at work and I was like, I was curious. Like, did he really hit him on purpose? I don't know. I was kind of in between. All right, boys. So that wraps up, dear podcast. Uh, let's talk some NBA finals since we're recording during Game Four on a Tuesday right now. Then we'll get to Matt's moment and Sneedler's list. Um, NBA finals. We're recording right now, Game Four. It's thirty-four to thirty-two with nine minutes left in the second. The Lakers lead the series two to one. Uh 
we're going to assume that the Lakers took game four uh, because that's what my money was on tonight. Uh, so we're going to assume the Lakers have uh, taken game four and lead the series three to one. But if that's not the case and it's two to one right now, Jimmy just had a monster game three, the 40 point triple double to to give the heat, you know, a chance. Uh, but it also could just be the Lakers giving them a gentleman's sweep. Um, so we'll see what happens. How do you guys feel right now about Miami's chances if they somehow pull out this game for a win? I mean, everybody would have to be healthy first. Uh, I saw that Bam was um, warming up. So, I mean, good thing he's feeling better, right? No, Bam, Bam's playing, but Goran Dragic was trying to practice. <laughs> I'm confused on what the laugh was about. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why was Sneed laughing? I don't know. They, I was just thinking of like, I was going to ask you if you knew, like, if you could name what college Bam at a bio went to. Because I was thinking of you, like, trying to name, like, trying to, like, trying to give insight onto, like, Bam Adebayo's injury report. And I'm like, he probably doesn't Yo. even know like, anything about Bam Adebayo. Yeah. First, I know that he plays for the Heat. And I know that his last name is Adebayo. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know that he was injured because I was looking at the pregame yeah, uh, information. Yeah, what college did he go to? And it said that what he was college? injured. And I thought they was warming up today on the ABC feed. What college did he go to, Matt? Uh, I can tell you what college he went to. <laughs> if you had to guess, where would he? Where do you think he went? Uh, uh, how about Kentucky? It was ah, Kentucky. <laughs> it was name. Kentucky. <laughs> That's how you know this motherfucker's lucky, though. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Example. There's a perfect example. Like that's the kind of fuck he has. I'm waiting for the odds to be at plus 200 before I place his bet for the Heat. <laughs> Man, I mean, he had he had good odds in Kentucky, though. Like it, it was an educated guess, so for sure. But at the same time, like, come on, you didn't know that at all. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a good ass guess, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, that maybe could be the name of our betting segment, and Matt will lead it, called Matt's Momentum. And it'll go into the weekend with Matt's picks. And everybody else can follow along and go with Matt's picks, and we'll see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, the NBA Finals, they're going on right now. We'll see what happens. I hope the Heat come back and win. But, also, I have money on the Lakers tonight, but I also need the Dodgers, so we'll see what happens. We're recording this on a Tuesday. Speaking of Matt's momentum, how about Matt's moment, right? We haven't had a good one of those in a while. Man, I feel like I'll, I put all my best insight to life um during the deer podcast but i guess i'll take this moment to um say uh i'm having fun here yeah let's keep talking sports okay that was a really shitty matt's moment but if you're gonna gonna do that you have to sing the the fun song from spongebob Let's uh, not. Let's F not. is for fire. You burn down the whole town. U is for uranium. Bomb. And <laughs> is for no survivors, bro. You got to finish it off. And is for no survivors. When you. Like, like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> boys, boys. I hope that was on one of Sneedler's lists, though, this week, because we also haven't had one of those in a while. Uh, I, let's see. Are you going to give us a new topic, or are you going to use the one you saved from a couple weeks ago? Uh, oh yeah, I have this one locked in the chamber. I've had, had this one saved up for a while. I was ready for it, and uh, it's been it's been locked and loaded. Uh, so for this one, we're mixing uh, as Quentin leaves. So that's cool. Thanks, dude. Um, the so listeners don't to, know that. The listeners don't know that. Just keep it going. I, know. I thought that was I thought that was funnier. Um, yeah, so we're mixing a common, we're mixing uh, music and movies today. Uh, as recently, I've been watching movies where rappers are making random appearances in movies, and so I figured I would rank those of rapper cameos in movies. Now, this isn't them starring in the movie because that, I mean, that could be a whole another list of itself. This is like, what the hell are they doing in this movie? I don't know, but I love it. So to get us started at number 10, Yellow Wolf in uh, The Peanut Butter Falcon. He shows up in The Peanut Butter Falcon as, like, some country, like, thug who tries to, like, kill Shia LaBeouf in Peanut Butter Falcon. And his line delivery is pretty rough, but seeing him try to be a thug 
is kind of cool. Uh, at number nine, Nelly in the longest yard. Um, not a real reason why you would cast Nelly in the longest yard, other than in 2004, he was one of the biggest musical acts in the world. Dude, but he now was he's literally hot yeah. shit. Yeah, you know, now he's hot now shit. He's, yeah, now he's playing football in the longest yard. But it was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, at number eight, I have Machine Gun Kelly uh, appearing in Bird Box and Project Power. Um, both movies kind of sucked ass. But Machine Gun Kelly was a fun part of both of those movies. In Project Power, he takes a pill, gives him superpowers, uh, where he gets all flamey and uh, he like is fire and whatever. Uh, in Bird Box, his character shows up, he bangs some chick on a laundry machine, and then they roll out stealing everyone's food, and then he never shows up again. I thought that was funny. At number seven, uh, Vanilla Ice, and that's my boy. Uh, Adam Sandler uh, seems to. Seems to like to stick with his normal crowd of people, but Vanilla Ice showing up and That's My Boy, I thought that was hilarious, um, especially with Andy Samberg's character being like, wait, Uncle Van is Vanilla Ice? Uh, I thought that was funny. And very unexpected. Who would have thought Vanilla Ice was funny? Uh, at number six, Diddy and Get Him to the Greek. I know he pretty much played an exaggerated version of himself, but his character in Get Him to the Greek I thought was, was pretty damn funny and kind of random because they didn't really need to have him in the movie anyway but uh, definitely a smart choice there so uh to recap the beginning, not himself though he was not it's himself. an exaggerated version of himself okay. well i don't want to give listeners the wrong impression he and fear the jet and fear the jeffrey you don't want to smoke but it jeffrey. was basically him but yeah <laughs> yeah it was an exaggerated version of himself it was great okay i'm trying to think uh, of the name of the character and it's making me mad though i can't hear it right now <laughs> Uh, so to recap the, the beginning of Sneedler's list here of r- random rapper cameos in movies, Yellow Wolf, Nelly, Machine Gun Kelly, Vanilla Ice, and Diddy. At number five, from Anchorman 2, I have Drake and Kanye West. They both get a spot here at number five. Drake shows up at the beginning of the movie to compliment Ron Burgundy's wife's ass, so that's funny. And then Kanye West shows up as one of the anchors of, I think it was MTV. He was like the anchor of the MTV news crew. <laughs> When they do the giant brawl in Anchorman 2. Uh, I really so that, need to watch that movie. I still haven't seen it. Uh, I mean, it's not that great. So don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't I, mean, I wouldn't set your day around it. But. Which of these are really Oscar winners anyway? Like, I do, <laughs> I do want to watch Anchorman 2, though. Because I saw the first one. I need to Peanut watch Butter, it. Peanut Butter Falcon's a good movie. It's on Hulu. It's a good time. Uh, that's probably the best movie so far out of, out of this list uh at number four uh the most recent entry and kind of the reason why i wanted to do this list but in bill and ted three bill and ted face the music kid cuddy shows up in the movie as one of like music's saviors they have to form they have to form a band of famous musicians from across the universe and kid cuddy is one of the people that they choose to help save the world (laughs) um Probably because he was within their budget, I imagine. I imagine Kid Cudi was not their first option, but uh, it was kind of funny. Kid Cudi's character in the movie, he spews a lot of scientific shit that the characters don't understand. Um, So it was cool seeing Kid Cudi again in a movie, but this one being kind of just a random appearance. Um, At number three from the movie Dope, uh, probably the best movie on this list, uh, Cap G and ASAP Rocky both had appearances in Dope. ASAP Rocky, super hilarious. Cap G working in like an underground like purse selling business or something. His character is like, is this a fake bag? Tell me that it's a fake bag. And they go through this whole thing and then he gets like punched in the face. I don't know what's going I don't remember what it was, but it was cool. And at the time I was I was a Cap G fan. I still am. And I was like, whoa, he's in a movie? Super cool. And number two, Action Bronson, another one of my faves. He was in the King of Staten Island. And his character, really funny, he randomly shows up while Pete Davidson's character is working at the fire station, and he's stabbed, so he's, like, all bleeding. And Pete Davidson's like, yo, do you need help, dude? And he was like, yeah, take me to the hospital. <laughs> and it was just super goofy and random that Action Bronson showed up as, like, a stabbing victim. Um, so that was hilarious. And uh, at number one, the king of random cameos in movies – that is Eminem. He showed up in Funny People. He showed up in the interview. Uh, completely random and completely amazing in both of those movies. Funny People, he yells at Ray Romano, which is hilarious. And then in the interview, he comes out as being gay. And that part was pretty funny. Uh, so Eminem gets the top spot. Okay. Um, 
Have you seen that Drunk Parents movie on Netflix? No. Okay, because you got to watch that because Kid Cudi is in that movie too, and he plays he plays the repo guy that has to come and repo their uh, their car, and he pulls out the cigarette, you know, and he's trying to make Alec Baldwin explain the sad sob story on why he shouldn't tow their or repo their car right oh, now and give them that, an extra dude. day. I saw that. That was a perfect that. role. It was for a him. great scene. Yeah, very good scene great. for. Yeah, Kid I didn't know Cudi. that was Kid Cudi, man. Fuck, I feel like a piece of shit because I'm a big Kid Cudi man. So. <laughs> So yeah, you got. It's also a pretty funny movie, so you should check that out. It's called Drunk Parents. It was a pretty funny movie, man. Will he Ferrell's was like, You're in hilarious it. Hilarious when he knows he's shit faced. That was somebody. He's like, "You're funny." Like, <laughs> like a chick in college. He's like, "You're hilarious." Yeah. So, so he's like chugging wine and shit too. Like you're clearly drunk. So my little preview it? here, Jeremy, for you to watch this movie is they get drunk and their neighbors like out of town or whatever, and they're watching their house. And as they're drunk, they put on ad on Craigslist to rent out their neighbor's house, who's gone. And the guy who wasn't rents it their it, son's house though. I was a little confused. <clears> about no, that. it's their neighbors. Um, it's just their neighbor. That's yeah. It. And the guy, the guy who rents their house, turns out to be a uh, a, a pedophile or something, or a registered sex offender. So he's yeah, got to yeah. go around to the neighborhood and explain that he just moved in and he's a sex offender, but nobody knows that this they rented out this guy's house. Um. All right. So that was Sneeder's list. <clears throat> uh, NFL Week Four, boys. Chicago Bears. Let's just let's just talk about it. Um. Three and one. We know we know the Bears shouldn't be three and one, but they are. What do you guys think our problem is? Because I am one to say that I think Chuck Pagano is the problem. I'm tired. Nah, the, de- the defense is fine. If you if you can hold the Colts to one touchdown and a bunch of field goals, I mean, in today's NFL, you should be able to score twenty points at home against the Colts who have no offense. The Colts have a good-ass defense, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't think the defense is that much of an issue. I think it's Nagy's play calling. He doesn't understand how to use, like, any of his skill players at all. Uh, like he, And I've talked about it before. Like he, doesn't, he never knew how to use Tariq Cohen. He doesn't know how to use Cordero Patterson. He doesn't know how to use any of these guys that he has. And to have 28 rushing yards in a whole game is absolutely absurd. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you that Nagy is the constant uh, that is the reason why a lot of these things happen. But let me explain to you my Chuck Pagano thing. All right, we run this Tampa two defense, and we've seen it. We we you can go back watch the tapes at the beginning of every single game. Wide open thirty yard pass right off the bat, right off the bat. Because I don't know what what he's having our secondary do. We're running so many zones and not man-to-man. They're just wide open up the middle every time. Every single time. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that Nagy doesn't know what to do with these players. Uh, because Foles did not look good. I was waiting for him to put Mitch in to give them a spark. Um, but But that brings me to the question, is Mitch the problem? Nah, both. I mean, Mitch sucks. Nick Foles sucks. Matt Nagy sucks too. They all suck. <laughs> like we need to just do a full cleanse. Get rid of Ryan Pace. Get rid of Nagy. Get rid of Foles. Get rid of Trubisky. Just get rid of them all. I mean, hey, I'll be the one guy that doesn't jump off a ledge. The three and one. You know how many teams would kill to be three and one? Yeah, but they shouldn't. Uh, they shouldn't the be three and one though. I don't. What I live in an alternate universe. I live in the real world. The three and one. Um. The other thing is that, um, I mean, like you guys have made some good points, though. Their offense is a little fucked up. But I think it's more like Nagy gets stuck in his ways. It's not even like he doesn't know how to use anybody. He just he thinks like, oh, my shit's going to work and doesn't make adjustments soon enough. And it's like it almost happened against the Falcons. It happens in other games. It happens this week. It's just like just make your adjustments and find a way, whatever you got to do. I mean, they can start putting Allen Robinson in the slot, and they all of a sudden had some success. But they waited until the fucking end of the third quarter. Well, I yeah, just don't like. I and then there's like, a lot of little things on defense where the game goes a lot different. They make about three plays on defense, you know, where it's like they might have only scored thirteen. Yeah, you know, the Khalil like Mack drop that should have been an interception right and off Mack the bat. Drops one where it's like that's probably points for us. I mean, really, you take just those two interception plays right there on defense, it turns into like a seventeen to fourteen, seventeen to seventeen. I mean, it would have been a very very tight game. So I just. I hate this, like, it's a very Chicago thing to do. Like, something goes wrong, and it's like, let's all jump off a ledge and kill ourselves. It's like, it's, 
not that bad. You know, it could be so Which much is, worse. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, just the look fact. At all the teams in the East. I mean, oh my God, they're all awful. Like you want to talk about teams that are really bad? Somebody who watches every NFL game every week. It's like the, all four of those teams are fucking awful in some way, shape, or form. But it's the fact. It's the fact. You know, though Bears that are not that bad on any. I know. Well, I, know you, I know. You, I know. You said like alternative universe, but here's the thing: the Detroit Lions should have like should have won the game week one if DeAndre Swift could catch. The Lions are 1-0, Bears are 0-1. The Giants almost won against the Bears. They probably should have won. Then if the Falcons could only hold a lead, but they can never hold a lead. So that's the thing. Like, It's not like the Bears have cruised to a 3-1 record. No, I mean, I'm not thing. trying to act like, oh, it was easy. It's just sort of like they got they found a way. That's what the NFL kind of is. You find a way to get it done, I'm not going to discredit you. You, know? but you found a way, you got it done. And the, the Falcons game, I think the Bears get not enough credit for that. Like, that was not an easy comeback, and sure. the Falcons yeah, tried to yeah. run the ball out. You know what I mean? Like it was, it looked yeah. easy because they was fucked up so bad on offense. But it's like they so stopped Nagy. the run, stopped the run, they stopped the run, and it kind of put them in a bind where now they had to try to throw, but they had already tried to run for a quarter and a half, and then they didn't have the rhythm passing the ball anymore. Like you know, it was just kind of a weird situation. But with Nagy, it seems like what drives me nuts too with him is it seems like he doesn't understand like how momentum works. Like I remember, I think against, I think it was the Giants game. Like Trubisky completed a couple nice passes in a row. Like that was the way the offense was moving, and then he just ran like a random halfback dive up the middle for no yards. Like if 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 throwing the ball is working, stick with throwing the ball. Don't just run it up the middle for no reason. Yeah, I I totally agree. How many times do we have to see? David Montgomery run into the ass of one of our linemen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, like Nagy's supposed to be this like play calling genius, but every time something actually works, he's like, "Oh wait, they're gonna expect that. Let me do the complete fucking opposite." And it's like that's not exactly how that works. Like the Chiefs last night in Monday Night Football, they ran it like eight straight times in a row, even with the best quarterback in the league, because running the ball was working. Like you don't, you got to stick with your momentum in a drive. And when did we agree that Cordero Patterson is a running back? Because he's not. Well, I mean, he could be though. Like, but they're just not using him the right way. Like, a guy like him should be like way far back in the backfield. Get him in a stretch run. Get him in a toss. Like, get it. Like, almost like what they should be should have done all the times with Tariq Cohen. Like, don't just hand it to Cordero Patterson up the middle and expect him to do something because he's not going to do that. But get him in space. Let him try to, like, plow through a guy. Let him try to get blocks. Like, he obviously has the edge speed, but, like, you but can't just you run say him that. up the middle. I feel like 60% of his runs are tosses, though. Like, that's basically what they do. They toss it to him. I don't know. I just think it's a weird experiment. I just would rather see them, you know. I mean, I guess Cohen's gone, so maybe that's part of the reason why he's in there now. But I'd rather well, see them, like, screen it. sucks as a receiver, and, like, though. Yeah, I'd rather than like screen him out of the backfield, just do some weird things like that. Yeah, and he's not really a route like, running a reason... down the field. You know, he's not. You're right. I mean, I there's, get a, that. there's a reason all those teams gave up on him: the Vikings, the Raiders, the Patriots, and all of a sudden they they started moving him to running back. <laughs> and why is old man Ginn back there returning punts? <laughs> why not? He's fast, apparently, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't get it either. I don't understand. But that's that's our Bears talk for for right now. Um, we got the Bucks on Thursday. I think the Bucks are going to steamroll us, even though their defense is not that good. I just don't know what we're going to see out of the offense. I don't know. They're, the Buccaneers' offensive line is terrible, though, so I don't know. I think it'll be Brady, a very interesting. Yeah. Brady's fight. Brady is fighting for his life every time he drops back to pass. So I mean. <laughs> If there was any time for the Bears' defense to step up, it would be against the Buccaneers' horrible offensive line. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Tampa Bay on Thursday. Um, they did struggle with three shitty teams in their wins. I'll just put it like that. None of them were very convincing. Denver's awful. Chargers not very good. Panthers awful. And they were very like, you know, eke them out, win by a touchdown kind of game. Before we get to the starting five and the ball guy of the week. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, right? Packers are 4-0. Aaron Rodgers looks incredible. He's torching teams right now. How upset are we going to be if Jordan Love becomes the next Aaron Rodgers and we get another 15 years of Packers great quarterbacks? No, for me, um, I, 
it, I'll put it like this. You want to talk about Jordan Love for real? That's really what you want to talk about? The guy isn't even dressing right now. So uh, I don't think he's going to be the next anything. I think that's a very big concern if I'm a Packers fan that he can't be the fucking second quarterback. To, I don't even remember the guy's name right yeah, now. Yeah, Boyle. Boyle or whatever Tom it was. Boyle, something. Tom, is if this guy is better than you right now, then I don't know if you're going to make it, bud. And that's just how I feel. I'm going to put that out there early. That I don't think he's the next anything. I think he was a terrible draft pick, and that Jordan he has Love? potential. He has potential and ability, but you know, if you're not the second quarterback on that team right now, like you're not great. You're not special. You're you're going to be all right, and you're a project. Are you talking about Jordan Love? Yes, the major project. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say. Packers look good, even without any weapons. This fucking Tanyan kid is just a touchdown week after week after week. Um, But it's time for the ball guy of the week. This ball guy of the week goes out to a man who caught a touchdown this weekend. Jason Winton shaved the head completely. He is now a bald guy. Drinking for the Fountain of Youth, scoring a touchdown for the Raiders. He is this week's ball guy of the week. Boys, let's do the starting five, and let's get out of here and finish watching this NBA Finals game. We have the starting five fall activities. Matt, your segment, you could choose where you want to go. Um, I'll go first. Okay. I'll take number two. Jeremy, where do you want to go? Three or four? Third? All right, Vance, you got last. Start us off. The draft is now open. I- I'm drafting last? All right. What? <laughs> Yeah. I thought you said Vance, not Matt. I'm sorry. I, that's why I fucked up. I thought you said Vance, go. I'm like, if I'm drafting last, what do I got to talk? My bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, for the first overall pick in the 2020 things to do in the fall draft, uh, team Matt chooses uh, making s'mores, dude. Like, you're at, you're at the bonfire. You're going to make some s'mores, and you're going to get that perfect... A uh, graham cracker chocolate marshmallow ratio, and just just cram it in your mouth. Sounded like you said bonfire. Okay. No. <laughs> for my for my first pick, I'm gonna go with going to a pumpkin bash. Aha! <laughs> what do you know about pumpkins, Jeremy? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say uh, apple picking. That's a good one. Thanks, man. You have never apple picked in your life. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I pick apples at the Walmart. I pick nothing right. but the best apples, bro. I, I earned my cut of the week right there. Oopsies. Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> um, shit. I'm going to pick going to a, a fucking haunted house. That's what I'm going to pick for the first one. You got back to back. Yeah. First one is going to a haunted house. It's a great thing to do with your lady there, guy. If I mean, guys should be listening to this, I would think. Take your lady to a haunted house, man. Let me grab on you, squeeze on you. It's fun. Good times. Um, my second one is, um, might be kind of stupid, but go on like the, what do they call it? Like a hay ride or some shit or hair, you know, when you're on the, the tractor and you're sitting. That's a hay ride. Yeah. That's what they call it, right? I'm like, I'm calling it the right thing. Yeah. Hay ride. Okay. Jeremy? Second pick. Second pick for me. Football. Go to a football game. Okay. I'm going to go to a Jacksonville Jaguars game at some point while I'm down here. Hopefully the Bears game on December 27th. That's what I'm hoping for. Tickets are like $10 because they all suck. And I'm excited. Whoa. They're not exactly $10, but they're very cheap. Christmas with Sneed. (laughs) Come on. Say it. I'm down. Come on down. Okay, um, for my second pick, I'm going to go with carving pumpkins. What is it with you and pumpkins? I mean, that makes sense. You go to the patch, and then you got to wait the next round to say, I'm going to carve that shit that I just got. Yeah, I carved, that makes sense. I carved, uh, I carved a Gengar this year. What the hell is that? It's a Pokemans. Whatever the frick that is, I'm not Japanese. <laughs> um, my, uh, my second pick... Um, dude, you know how exciting it is to like come home after school, knowing that your team is about to play in whatever playoff game you're in. That's pretty cool for baseball. I enjoy watching the Cardinals in the playoffs whenever they're in it. That's my second pick. And, uh, 
dang it, Snead, you took football, and it was vague enough for me to not include the Salukis. Man, I really like watching the Salukis. But um, I can say this. Since we're still in November, I like like getting excited and being all like hyped up for Saluki basketball. I like going to the first game and all of the games after that. So basically college athletics, uh, whenever the winter sports start in November. Okay. Um, for my third pick of this draft, I am going to take, please be something pumpkin related sweatshirts. I like hoodie season. Now, is it orange with a face? I like hoodie season covering all that those fat rolls, making you look skinny, throwing the hoodie over everything. You look fine. Hoodie season. Where I thrive, baby. Um, <laughs> Pick three. Pick three my, for me. Uh, Wait. You're just going to skip me? You're out of turn? I was? I thought I was after Quentin. <laughs> uh, it's needed than you. My third, my third pick, Thanksgiving. Okay. Everything, everything about it. Well, that was Vegas shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Vegas. Am I supposed to do with Vegas? Everybody's at home. I went to no. I went to. I spent Thanksgiving in Vegas a couple of years ago. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving in Vegas is lit. And that was when they were doing uh, uh the Phil and Tiger golf match. <laughs> I spent Thanksgiving at a Golden Corral in the movie theater one year. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I watched three movies back to back to back. I feel like I feel like we need to start a charity foundation for you to have better Thanksgivings than this spend it at Golden Corral. Alright, Vance, back to back. First one's gonna be Turkey Bowl, definitely. Playing the Turkey Bowl, which is playing football with your family if you're not familiar. Um but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I act like I'm, you know, back in my prime, shitting on people, and then I last year I almost was, I almost passed out. I was overdoing <laughs> it. I was definitely overdoing it. Uh, I didn't even make it. I, I didn't it. even make it to my tur- to the turkey bowl that I was going to participate in last year. I remember that you were too fucked oh, up. I got yeah, yeah. so fucked up I the night thinking. before. <laughs> I drank. I remember telling you, I was like, I was scoring, I was doing my thing. And you're like, I didn't even play. <laughs> Dude, I downed so many shots of Patron the night before. I was just yakking up a storm all morning, and I I, I didn't even make it out. Uh, all right, my uh, my uh, next one, one that you guys might not quite get yet, but I love it, man. It's a recent thing. My son's three. Taking my son trick-or-treating, it's a fucking blast, man. It's so much more fun than going yourself or doing anything like that. Just seeing him... Smile, run up around, you know, run around, joy. It's like, man, it's it's just like one of those reminders. It's bigger than you sometimes, you know. Please it's, it's not about me. you. It's please, about him. Please tell me you're making him je- dress up as the hottest costume around this year, the Joe Exotic. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, my three year old. Come on now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna shame him like that. What does but, he want to uh, be? And then it's about him. So it's like, what does he want to be? Like last year, he was Spider Man. It's pretty cool. But if you don't remember last Thanksgiving, it was literally fucking like 28 degrees and like snowing. It was horrible outside. Um, so he had to have like hoodies and stuff under it. And <laughs> he looked like a Michelin man. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but it was, it was like great times, man. That was, it was awesome. And, um, I think this year he's going to be a character from Paw Patrol or something, but I mean, it, it's all fun, man. It's not even about that. It's just, you know, letting him get his candy, letting him, you know, the people see him, you know, everybody's smiling. It's just a good time. Have him dress like you, and you can dress like him. That would be hilarious. <laughs> he wears a shirt with your face on it, and you wear a shirt with his face on it. I don't think Vance would want to dress up as you, because he would have to put on a Cubs jersey for that. What? what? You're talking about my You child. Darvish. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, Matt. Matt with the big dad jokes. Yeah, yeah, is man. There something, is there something right. you're not telling? Is there something you're not telling us, Matt? Matt? In the room, man. This guy needs to step there's up. There's something you're not project. telling us, Matt. Yeah, you are you oh. expecting? Are you expecting child? <laughs> uh, we were worried there for a second, but it's a it's a negative test. <laughs> oh come on! Please tell me, dude. That'll be the best moment of this show is when Matt announces. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you gotta break the news. The Believe me, if like, we're still doing the show in three years, I'll let you know. She comes your family. 
She comes running in. She comes running in screaming, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> While we're recording. Oh, Look, dude, that's a great idea. In three, in, in three years, if that uh, if we're still doing the show and we're trying, we'll we'll do a live uh, test and we'll do that during the recording. Great idea. We'll do that. What are you waiting three years for? I'm confused. She got to graduate college first, man. Oh, well, okay. That's fair. All right, I'm Jeremy. Like, I mean, isn't that what people get married for to like have children and shit? I mean, I'm as much I, as much as I would not <laughs> love to sit here and talk about Matt's romantic life with his wife, let's get back <laughs> to the draft. <laughs> Why? Because I have one, Quentin. What's going on with you, oh! man? Oh! Are you guys okay, Matt? I love it, Matt. You know it didn't take me, oh Matt. You know it didn't take me 25 <laughs> years before my first love life. Okay. <laughs> So, hey man, you need to calm down, virgin. man. It was twenty three. That's is that a virginity joke. Oh man, it got you deep. know. That's probably why Matt is so good at hitting these sports bets right now because he was not gifted at anything else. He <laughs> bowling, <laughs> dude. I'm averaging two hundred five this season. On the Tim Tebow. Oh, he life. is a. Pr- that's pretty nice. Quentin's on the Tim Tebow diet. He's waiting until he gets married. <clears throat> exactly. Thank you for recognizing. Uh, my number, four, my, my number four pick in starting five uh, at fall activities: uh, buying discounted Halloween candy on November first. That is a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Does all anybody times, big brain the, big brain plays all, like there? All the times that I want to buy Halloween candy right now, I'm like I can't, can't do it. Why spend six dollars for two bags of giant candy when on November first I can get like six bags of candy for six dollars? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you have to get there before all the low lives get there, though, because if you try to go at like six o'clock, they're all gone. That's me. I'm the low life showing up at six a.m. at Walgreens to get discounted Halloween candy. <laughs> well, hey, big big brain plays right there, man. Keep I'm it going. Sitting there like, Open the doors. <laughs> okay, for my fourth pick of this draft, um, I'm gonna say Madden season. Madden comes out. It's the start of the fall. That's how I know it's coming. It's around the corner. When the new Madden and the new 2K drops, when the new sports games come out, that that's what I look forward to. Madden is the worst sports game ever. We don't have time to debate Madden right now, all right? There's so many things I see and hear about it. It's all right, though. You're right, man. Or Jeremy, my bad. I mean, I I'm not up. To... You're up. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I am up, and you could have been talking to Jeremy or me because I agree that Madden sucks too. Uh, it's not because I can't win; uh, it's because I don't agree with some animations. Guys, but, before before we get away from video games, real quick though, I wanted to make an announcement. Are I you thi- pregnant? I think <laughs> I think I'm going to convert. I think this holiday season, I'm going to convert to the PS5 gang. Cool, dude. Oh yeah, because he's on Xbox. I got. That it. was the mo- that was the most least exciting breaking news I've heard all of 2020. So we insert a, a audience a Cheers uh, track in there uh, for the uh, <laughs> when he says that. Yeah, the like like the Cheers from the Wii Sports, where they're like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> or the that one when you fun, pick up man. a spare. Woohoo! Yeah. Ooh, nice spare. That's what they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played. Nice shot. Yeah, but uh, for my next pick, because uh, I lost track, is it four? For the fourth pick, um, I'm a I'm a tech person, and usually the big tech news, technology news, comes out in September. So I listen for the announcement, and then I go and buy it on Black Friday at a discount in November. So I'll take that deal. That was the uh, lamest pick in this draft, but it's something I enjoy. And for my fifth pick, my final pick, I enjoy. For my fifth pick, I enjoy. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's over here using the Google Home setting timers for the... uh, Oven s'mores, but (laughs) (laughs) who the hell makes s'mores in the oven? You, (laughs) it's a recipe recipe out there. There's a recipe out there. 
<laughs> no, <I'm laughs> I do it in the microwave. I've done it in the microwave before. It's uh, link in the description. Uh, I'm joking, but uh, for my fifth pick, um, whenever the weather gets cooler, there's nothing better than putting on your sweatpants, putting on your hoodie, and going for a bike ride, dude. Like the cold, crisp air hitting your face when you're like, uh, like doing exercises and shit is nice. Matt I like really is, Matt. Really is a dad. He's on the dad dad plan. <laughs> it's athletical sweatpantsical wear here. Are you doing the? Are you doing this while wearing New Balances too? I feel like no, he's like a under armor. The Nike Air Monarch. Five year old body, like he's it's all Under like, Armour stuff. I'm can't escape. <laughs> I love Matt though. <laughs> love him like an uncle. Matt, you're gonna make. I like the Matt. in between of cold and warm. Is Matt, nice. you're going to make such a good dad in two months. <laughs> you're funny. You know that you know that shit has to bake in the oven for nine months, right? Yeah, you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting to tell us what happened. you're waiting to announce it. Man, we're gonna be waiting three years. <laughs> Alright, who's up now? Quinn? So for my final pick, I'm going to go with Oh man. Fall activities. It didn't happen this year, but one of my favorite fall activities, Sandwich Fair. I almost said that, low-key, but I really don't like the Sandwich Fair enough to put it on my list. But no, the, the mouse is, game's the shit. The local thing. Huh? The mouse game is awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool little things, and it's just part of, like, when you grow up here, it's, I don't know, it's more of a here thing, but yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I missed it a little, but... I haven't. I didn't go for a while. I was in college, and I kind of like. I wasn't. It wasn't as big of a deal to me anymore. For my last pick, as stressful as it is of a fall activity, I always used to enjoy um, mall shopping. Going to Woodfield Mall. Ah, uh, Black Friday shopping. To do some Christmas shopping, even though it was absolute pandemonium. I always enjoyed that. Me too. Are you a Black Friday bitch? Fighting Absol- absolutely not. Oh, okay. I, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I went one I time and I'm so tired. I was like, wow. I don't, I my- I don't do Black I don't do Black Friday. Plus, like most of the time that like sometimes Black Friday well no, I'm lying. I was gonna say it was it's around my birthday weekend, but that's not true. But no, I'm not a Black Friday guy. Good. Is it my last pick, right? Yep. End the draft, end the show. All right. I did want to add a little nugget to what Matt said when we would, you know, be like running in college and all the Texas kids that had never been in the cold before. Oh, dude, it was so funny. They'd be dying. They couldn't handle that exercise in the cold. They'd be like, what do I, I can't breathe. Like it was, it was pretty funny. Um, but no, for my last pick, I'm going to go with fantasy football. Just as a whole. I love it. I love it so much. People don't understand. They're like, do you even like the bears? I'm like, well, I do, but I like my fantasy football team more. If they played each other, I hope my fantasy team would slay them. Like, I really, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not the biggest Bears fan. I like them, but I don't obsess over it. You know, I just sort of watch it and, you know, think about it objectively. I don't really, it's not like a heart thing. It's just more, like, interesting. Them and the Bulls lately have been like that for me. All right, so playing off of that before we end the show, good luck this week, fans. We got a nice little matchup this week. Uh, we both had uh, tragic losses this week, so we'll, we're trying to redeem ourselves. Hey, you know, you know who's undefeated in your league? Yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about that right now because <laughs> there's plenty of season left, and as we've seen from the MLB playoffs, anything can happen in the first round. So, Matt, I don't care. I'm, I'm still gonna. You're lucky, I'm, dog. I'm I'm still gonna rebel in this because because of all that shit talking at the beginning of the season. Yeah, Matt, your team is is definitely outperforming what they were supposed to. Uh, it's it's very intriguing to watch. You are in first place. I don't know how long you're gonna hold it up for, but uh, bearing any COVID or injuries, with- but. Because Josh Allen's just having an MVP season. I hope he wins the MVP. I really do. I mean, it's like uh, like Kenyon Drake has sucked ass, and he's still winning games. Like, oh, Kenyon Drake! Kenyon Drake is the worst. But thank God for Mark Andrews. Thank God for Alvin Kamara. Thank God for Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah, and Al- Alvin Kamara has like eight touchdowns through four games. It's insane. <laughs> oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that guy's been a walking touchdown. When he's on my team, he fucking sucks. Yeah, me too. Me too. Last year, he was on my team, and he's just like, "Hey, I'm allergic to touchdowns." Oh, you're every not. Time, I'm not every time, every, every play, though. No. 
every time Kamara and Allen score touchdowns when I'm watching Red Zone, I just act like Tiger Woods, which is the little the little hammer fist. I'm like, it's what we do, baby. Matt, get us out of here. Let's finish watching the uh, game four of the finals on a Tuesday. And we will see everybody either next. I won't see everybody next week, but Jeremy and the gang may see everybody next week or two weeks from now. Get us out of here, Matt. Yeah. Um, on that note with the uh, game four, Peter sticking with it. And I'm uh, pretty glad I placed my mid game bet on those. Guys. Yeah. How much did you bet? How much did you bet right now? I need to know. I'm on the train. I think you're betting. Are you betting during the show? Yeah, I, I bet during the show. Yeah. <laughs> like right before you guys started the NBA segment. Man, I bet 20 bucks at 225 odds. So let's get it. Let's get this 45 <laughs> extra bucks. I think, but, you guys have, I think you guys have gambling problems. No, this is this is free money. I didn't deposit once. This is great. But uh, you just listened to um, uh, Section 312. You can check us out at section312.com. And Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. Don't forget, we are an affiliate of Midwest Sports Network. You can see them at MWSN.net or on Twitter and Instagram at MWSN Sports. Our social medias is Section 312 Show. And uh, Quentin, I think that's it. I'm about to eat these oven s'mores. I don't know, but I just placed a uh, a thirty dollar wager on the over of one ninety nine, which should hit. Um, <clears throat> all right, everybody, have a good uh, second week of October. Oven s'more looks like shit, but we will see well, everybody that's because next week. Chocolate in it, you. Chocolate sucks. Oh my goodness. Chocolate sucks. All we're right. Gonna have to start, we're gonna have to start an over under on Matt Dad jokes for the show. Two and a half. That's a- that's a that's a good one. Let's do that for next week. <laughs> two and a half, two and a half baby bumps out of three. This is section three, one, two.